all full of authentic points of view. Myself alone have at least 22. They come from the things that we have been through. Those things can either make or break you. Life is full of ups and downs. It's our choice to either smile or frown. Please choose to smile today. Because it's one thing that's free to give away. People say that life isn't hard. It's what you make of it. But what if only struggle surrounds you? What can you take from it? Life can be hard and some things aren't fair. Please listen to others just to be aware. All I'm saying, you never know what someone's going through. Just because they look happy doesn't make it true. Hopefully this podcast will help you see. You are not alone. You have at least got me. We are more alike than you may know. But if we stay quiet, we will never grow. Don't ever give up because you got this. If you quit, think of all the opportunities that you could miss. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Authentic Points of View. I'm Danielle Boer, your host, as always. Thank you so much for joining. I'm so excited. Uh, And I'm really excited because yesterday, of the air date, is my 40th birthday. Woohoo! Yay! So excited about that. I'm also excited because we have new countries that are listening. Uh, Cameroon. Australia, I think we said Turkey and India before, UK, let's see, of course, United States, oh boy, sorry, France, Belgium, so that is exciting, Um, thank you so much, everybody that listens, because you are special to me, and you get to know the listeners and me every single episode you learn something personal about me so it's like you're part of my family kind of really cool thanks guys so I am really excited about today all right so I have always believed in this stuff we're going to talk about but I never understood it so I'm really excited to like learn more and I know a lot of people are don't really believe in things but maybe this will change your point of view. So this is going to be really fun. Uh, Carol Starr is a longtime astrologer and psychic. During her career, she had a daily TV spot, her own radio show, a syndicated column, and a busy keynote speaker for groups and conventions. She's also an influencer on TikTok. All right. Welcome, Carol, to the show. Well, I'm so delighted to be here with you, Danielle. I'm really excited. Of course, I love to talk, talk about what I do. And this is just another great opportunity. And also for me to meet someone like you. And you've got your birthday coming up. We'll talk about Virgos later, though, okay? (laughs) Yeah, thank you so much. So, um, yeah, I just want to kind of like dive on in and ask questions I've always wanted to ask someone. So this is going to be like a kid in the candy shop for me. I'm like, woohoo. Okay. So how old were you when you first knew or realized that you had psychic abilities? Okay. I have to explain that to you a little bit. Yeah. I don't know that I recognize it at a young age, but I noticed, I didn't know the word, but that I'm an empath. So I feel things from people. I know what they're going to do. I know what they're going to say. I remember I was 10 years old and I was at a girlfriend's house and I just noticed something how her mother treated her. And I thought she just doesn't treat her well. Now, a 10 year old would never notice that. 
And I also thought that something was wrong in her life. And I started having those kind of feelings as a young age, because psychic is it's such a wide range, Danielle. It is so wide. There's some psychics that do names, dates, and places, and some that feel things by just looking at somebody. And I have to talk to them. I have to hear voices. I have to know what uh, I have to know a little bit about them before I can just rush off. But like I'm, I'm picking up vibes from you, all positive vibes. And um, I, I, I just know what you're like, okay? I know your personality. I know what you're like with people. I know how you are in relationships. And of course this makes it good because I'm on a psychic hotline where I have to know really quickly what people wanna know. Oh. So it does, it comes in all shapes and sizes. Psychics okay. come in all shapes, sizes, and ideas. And many have guides. Some use, you know, cards. There's different ways of achieving what we want to achieve. There's a world out there that doesn't have names, dates, and places. And also is in the perimeter of the world there that we can't look at, touch, feel, or know. But there, it's there and it happens. And I will give you examples as we go along, how I feel about the universe and how it, how we relate to it. Oh my goodness. You don't know how excited. <laughs> this, is so, this is so cool. Okay. So, uh, wow. Okay. Now, so it wasn't like scary to you when you were a kid, because it wasn't like, okay, so like, say for instance, a medium that can see and communicate with spirits and sometimes they say that that was like scary and would freak them out but in this instance it was just like a feeling so it probably it was a feeling it okay. was it was just a feeling that I had all my life I you know I'm real sensitive to people going into a room I feel I pick up all the vibes from people and um I try not to overreact to people but I do this also I notice things that other people don't think about they just roll along I thought well she's this way or I get all upset about something you know <laughs> that's that's me apart in a, in a lot of ways yeah so it wasn't scary ever I just thought I just felt things that were going on around me so it was okay. nothing that was difficult so when when did you first uh tell your family and how did they respond we never talked about it oh no this was I didn't I didn't think I was unusual I just thought that that was, was like really normal. I would go home and tell my mother, well, I don't think Alice's mother treats her right. Or I would tell her different things about people, but it wasn't like a big deal. The psychic stuff came in, I'm going to say probably, I've just found myself lately over the last several years telling people, predicting stuff for them and it happens. It's always good. I always, I honestly, I was told a, uh, an actor friend of mine I said she's been wanting to get a series and I wrote I sent her a text you're going to be getting that series in a couple weeks and she wrote me and she got it yeah That's so, so it, it, it can it can work it's like that I, I just get feelings and I just know that when people are gonna things are gonna happen like um like I'm with you and I'm getting this feelings that something really particularly interesting that's going to happen in the next month to you that's going to change a lot of your thoughts and ideas on what you do I don't know that just came it's all good it's positive I don't okay. I mean I do get fearful things I do get and I I erase them because I don't believe that I just feel like I can predict good things I try I mean I, I want to keep my life on a positive level I don't want to get into the dark 
Yeah. So that's another, that's actually an interesting point. Has it, that's great that you do that because in my opinion, I'm just an outside person. I feel like that could really take over a person if you allowed it, it to. Can. Yeah. It can. Wow. Okay. Well, it I'm can. glad and that I, you, you don't, you don't let it. Well, that's great. I have a lot of, I probably have a lot of anxiety on certain things. I have that in my personality. So I do things like we can even talk about Reiki and tapping. These are all things that work with the spirit. And um, I believe in practicing all these things, you know, manifestation. I believe in manifesting things in life. And a lot of it is hard work, though. It's, it's not just about saying, oh, I want this to happen or I want that to happen. It's, it's, a, it's major. We have to work at it. It's working at it all the time. You know, so. That's really awesome. So like, I believe in energy. Actually, since I started dating my boyfriend currently, so he, we've been together for years. Um, and I started believing in energy and stuff because of him, because he would explain things to me that made so much sense that I never saw before. And I'm like, Oh, and he can feel things. He doesn't call himself a psychic, but he definitely predicts things that are hundred percent correct, which makes it hard in our relationship because sometimes I don't listen to him and he has told me ahead of time, sometimes two years ahead okay. of time. And I should listen because I know that he's, he's right about those things a lot. So it's very interesting. Um, and I believe it was his birthday. I have to know his birthday. Of course. Okay. Okay. I will, I will tell you. So his birthday is March 15th. So he is, he's a Pisces. I'm married yeah. to a Pisces. Yes. Awesome. I like, and I like, I like Pisces. They do have this instinctive. I don't say that my husband predicts things, but Pisces in general, they are so into the depths of themselves and into the world out there that they often feel things that are going to happen. It's through a feeling. They have a great sensitivity. Yeah. Yes. So. Very emotional people, even like anger wise or, or whatever wise, they have very much emotions. Yes, it's um, absolute. There's no question about that. Yeah. And, I don't uh, like to generalize a whole lot on, so, on sun signs, yeah. but there are certain, and later on, if you'd like, we'll wait to, I will go through just the, the, all 12 signs and certain things that I feel are really constant with each sign. I have found like, like just example, I'm a Libra. So I'm very indecisive, but only over what I'm going to order in a restaurant. Okay. You know, I mean, it's, it's very specific. Yeah. Okay. okay. So, cool. We'll so, catch that one later. Yeah. So speaking of that, so, uh, that goes right into what, what I wanted to ask. So can you explain exactly, which we just actually have been talking about it the whole time, what an astrologer is, what you kind of just did, okay. um, is oh. about the things of the sign. So what, what exactly does that mean? to you okay first of all just to let you know on the day you were born at the time you have a chart all the planets are in different signs and the sun and the moon okay and it is a very personal thing in fact to duplicate your personal reading would take twenty-five thousand years that's how unique you are in astrology wow. okay and astrology is not necessarily predictive it's a roadmap. you go straight you go sideways to the left, to the right. You can do a U-turn or you can go off the road. You have free will. You can change things in your life. There's nothing cast in stone that is going to ruin or change your life. It's a roadmap. It's a guide. 
And that's what I use when I do when I do reading. So it's the placement of the sun is in a seat. Let me just explain really quickly here. Sure. The sun, moon, and all the planets, they, they're like the sun sign. They go from signed, they go from Aries to Taurus to Gemini. They go through, except we all who love astrology know our zodiac sign because it changes on a regular basis. But the moon goes from Aries to Taurus to that, to that every two and a half days. So you would not know your moon sign. And then we have Pluto that takes 25 years. And they all have different influences on your life, but they all move at different rates of speed. And so we have the PowerPoints of the chart, which is your sun sign, your Virgo, right? Did you say 23rd of August? Yes. Did I get that correct? Yeah. Yeah. That's so correct. that's your basic personality, your inner drives, blah, blah, blah to that. And then we have your moon sign, which I would have to look up. And this is your emotional personality, how you respond emotionally, who you're attracted to, and also your food preferences. Oh, and wow. we have your rising sign. Yes. And that is the way the world sees you, your demeanor, personality, your looks, your total picture. And then we have Mercury is how you think and how you reason. And Venus is your love nature, how you respond in love and relationships. And then we have Mars, which is your mental, physical, emotional energy. And those are the three planets I use just to talk about you. I don't, Saturn and Jupiter, they change signs every year to three years. So that, that's more like what's going to happen. And then we have Uranus and Neptune that take 10 to 14 years. So I don't use that for your personality. That would include millions and millions of people. So this is how I, and then we have 12 houses in the Zodiac. Each house represents another area of your life. And that's how I, that's the basis of your chart. Whether it's your, it's your finances, it's your social life, it's your ambition, everything is covered that makes up Danielle. That's exciting. Yeah. So this, uh, this one nurse, uh, one day we were on call and we weren't that busy. She literally pulled it up because she's very into it. The, all the houses and all the, like everything. So she pulled it up for me and it said something last year about this year and the year is not over. So it's really interesting. I'm like, whoa, but it said I needed to start, uh, like last year. So who knows? Like I, it, it's interesting. And I feel like, do you? So, okay. So I was in the newspaper club when I was a kid. I always thought that I was a Leo because they would put it wrong. Cause I'm on the, you know, the, I'm the first day of Virgo. Which so, makes you a very strong Virgo, by the way. There's no cuss. Really? You are a very strong Virgo. The first 10 days of the sign, you have strong Virgo traits. Okay. Thank you. Okay. So um, I always thought I was a Leo though, and I didn't really understand it. And I was in high school and I had a lot going on. My parents were getting divorced, blah, blah, blah. So I was in the newspaper club and I was in charge of horoscopes. So I found out that I was a Virgo and I argued with everyone and they're like, you're a Virgo. And I'm like, no, I'm not. And they're like, yeah, you are. It's right here. You're a Virgo. So do you find that the newspaper horoscopes, I don't know if you've ever read them. Do you feel like they're accurate or are they just pulling stuff out of like, where do those come from? Do you know? They're basically going on your sun sign. That's okay. what they have to do. And if it works out, it's just by chance. Okay. okay. I, I, I personally don't believe in daily forecasts. I don't. I, okay. And taking your sun sign and saying, how many of the popular, oh, we got, let's say 50, 60, 70, 100 million people or so or more mm -hmm. are also born into Virgo. So they're all going to have, they're all going to go out for ice cream today. 
<laughs> or they're all gonna gonna meet somebody exciting. I don't think so. I don't right, think right. So. Yeah. And I don't like predictions. And I don't like I and I will tell you that people, this is I this is my personal feeling. If you're not a professional astrologer, I think doing charts is a very dangerous thing. Yeah. I do. And many of them order their charts on, you know, computerized charts. They pay $4.95 for them. And it has a lot of individual stuff. Some of it they will get elated about, and some of it they're going to get depressed about. And neither of it, none of it's right. And I consider myself an astrologer because I've probably done at least 10, a minimum of 10,000 readings. So I understand astrology, and I know when things don't work, and I don't believe in stuff. But you're learning something new. You're just following the computers, all their descriptions. And I want to tell you something. There's probably 10 million descriptions of Virgos and Scorpios and moon signs. It is about putting the whole chart together. Your sun, moon, rising planets. Who are you? And what's going on in your life with the, with the, with the houses? And it takes, it's complicated. It's simple. And yet it's very complicated. So when somebody pulls up your chart and tells you something's going to happen because they're looking and says, oh, Uranus is there. This, but it, it doesn't work like that. I, uh, that's my personal feeling. And I've been doing this for a long time, like over 30 years. I'm glad I asked you because I figured, uh, because you're, um, I don't want to say a real, but, uh, you know, practice it's, it's entertainment. It's entertainment. Yeah. yeah. So, and well, some people, like you said, it can be depressing. Say for instance, they're like, you're going to, it's like off of a fortune cookie. You know what I'm saying? And you're it's, like, it's, you know what? Not too your, different. Yeah. Not okay. too different there. Um, yeah. So I have a serious question. <laughs> because, okay. Oh my God. No, because okay, my, I'm going to put my serious hat on. No, seriously. Okay. First of all, I thank goodness I was off the other day. There was a super moon. Okay. Now in the medical field, we can feel, I can feel almost 80% of the time when it's a full moon from what is happening that day because in the medical field crazy stuff will happen and i'll be like it's a full moon and almost every time i'm right uh because everybody's energy is like Bloop. um but my serious question is i don't know if it's just virgos or if certain signs are affected but when mercury is in retrograde it affects me so bad. I mean, I literally have had so many breakups with friendships, with everything. And then the girl pointed out okay, Mercury's in you. Yeah, please. Okay. 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 Um, Virgos and Geminis are ruled by Mercury. That's your ruling planet. Oh. And I'm a Libra with a Virgo moon, Virgo rising. I get my whole life, my computer, the printer doesn't work. It's, it's all about communications with what we use and our friends and people we communicate with. Yes, I feel that Mercury retrograde, retrograde is one of the strongest influences. And I, I like to pretend it's not because I feel, oh yeah, well, the computer just broke down or somebody's late, they don't show up or you don't get, the, your check doesn't come in the mail. It's all that kind of stuff. And as a Virgo, you're gonna, you don't know what your moon and rising sign are. No, I had it before, but I it would take me a while to find it. Because yeah. um, okay. when but, we, her and I looked up everything together, yeah. but I don't remember everything. But just being a Virgo with Mercury ruling your, is your ruling planet. And Mercury is communications. So it's going to be, yeah, you can have a fight with a friend because you're not communicating well. It's all about that. Okay. So oh, yes, boy. you are right on with that. And I trust me. 
I, I know we have one coming up. Let's see now. We had one in June. So we have it three times a year, I think. So we got one coming up, I think, in October or somewhere around there. I like to ignore them. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, well, I feel like I can't ignore it because I don't realize it's happening. And then finally, like I look it up or somebody tells me because I will be emotionally drained sometimes or first of all, I'm not a good communicator, which is ironic because I have a podcast, <laughs> but it's actually, and I do comedy, um, stand-up comedy, but those things are helping my communication. So that's why it's something important to me because I'm getting stronger at communicating and others listening to others and all those skills. Right. But when the whole mercury retrograde thing happens, it's like, I don't know if it opens up my eyes to something, but yeah that the person that I she, the lady was like uh the nurse was like you might get back with her you know uh, communication you guys might be friends again and I was like nope it made me realize things that was happening that was wrong and so that's when this happened but it can also be a bad thing um uh, that I uh, emotionally just react to stuff and and that's not good but I just wanted to ask that because it's something that it's very uh, real. I will tell yeah. you, it's very real. I feel it more, you know, and because I've got two plans, I've got my rising sign and my moon sign. So sometimes I'm emotionally, I start getting annoyed with people more, you know, because that's my emotional personality. Um, I, I, when I said I ignore it, I really don't ignore it. It's pretty hard to, because I really, I just know that my computer is going to act up. And I know my printer is going to go. I have to call my husband to fix everything for me because I don't fix anything. <laughs> yeah. So, no, you're right on. So you can feel feel okay about that. Okay. So I have a question that wasn't that wasn't even part of the questions. Do you feel like that everybody kind of has um, a little bit of um, psychic ability themselves? Like everybody, everybody can kind of feel things? We're all or... psychic. We're okay. all psychic. We all have it. And we don't want to necessarily have it or we don't use it. I know that I get really strong feelings about things. And I just know that they're going to happen. I do. I, I just, in a, I mean, um, everything was okay with my dad. He was in pretty good health. And we were at, uh, Billie Jean King was playing tennis. And my, my um, first husband was a dentist. So he got a call because we didn't have cell phones. And I knew the minute he got a call, my, my dad had died. I did it. They could have been calling him for a dental problem. It was a lot of things. Wow. And I knew, and he had, I was right. Aww. Yeah. So I, I feel like my sister has stuff too, but she, ironically, she's very religious. So she says like, you know, it's about, so God is giving her messages, but she would pick up on things or if she had a certain dream it was weird. Like if somebody, if she has a dream, somebody's pregnant, somebody died. If she has a dream that somebody died, somebody's pregnant or something like that. And she would literally say to me, and it was accurate. And she would say, uh Oh, I need to reach out to someone because I think somebody died because of this, this and that. And I'm like, and it's, and, and she would be right. And sometimes she couldn't figure out who the person was, but she would know that something wasn't right. Yeah. yeah. And um, I do believe, I do believe we have, if we tap into it, and a lot of people, I just, I'm really observant on people's behavior. 
And I noticed one thing, I know this is sort of, we're talking about communicating, is I know so many more people than, than know me. I'm always, I meet someone new, I ask them questions, I'm interested. I'm always surprised how little people care to find out about you or ask you questions or are not interested. So when somebody asks me a question, I get all excited, you know, because I'm always the one of trying to get showing interest in what's going on. But I had said this for a reason, is that people are not aware of anything. Okay, they are, they walk around, they have their friends, they play cards, they go to work. They don't, they don't listen to what people say. They don't, if I told, um, I think I told a friend that someone was a certain way. Oh, I didn't notice that. I mean, I can't tell you Mm -hmm. that I think this, this is where my empathic nature comes in. And I call it psychic empathic because I can feel what's really going on. I know what's happening. And I can't tell you that tomorrow at four o'clock, you're going to eat a donut. <laughs> okay. But I can tell you what I feel about being around you. Like I thought something's going to come up this next month. That's going to be different in your life. And it's going to be a really good thing. You know, and I've done this, I've done stuff like this before and it, it really does happen. I know, example, I know. I was getting some chiropractic treatment because I, I hurt my back. And the, my chiropractor was telling me that he, his girlfriend broke up with him and he was really sad. And um, he felt that it really bad. And I said, well, you're going to meet somebody in about a week or so. And he called me to tell me he met somebody new. Aww. I just felt it, you know, and he probably had broken up for quite a while and nobody, it's not like, it's just, I really believe that I get these feelings and I don't know where they come from, Daniel. I just, they come out of my mouth. Like I just said to you that something's going to happen to you this month and it's really good. I don't know where I got that feeling. I, I wish I could put it, I wish I could bottle it. Oh yeah. yeah. But yes. Yeah. You, you would be, um, I'd be wish I could predict Super the, yes, what the, the numbers are going to come out on the lottery. That one I can't do. And nobody can. Well, Otherwise, we have a lot of millionaires around. Super true. Um, yeah. And I think that people think like that. People think like, I've heard people say that. If you're a psychic, how come you don't know the numbers? I, oh, God. It's like, come on, people. Like, you're so immature. It's like a little yeah. kid, you know, let's know. say that. No, and I, I don't, um, I have, I have one time I did, we are going by the horse track or the, the book when we were in Mexico. And I said, you got to stop. I'm going to play the fifth horse in the fifth race, $5. And he won. Oh. And I told, I told a woman she was going to have a, when she had her baby, it was going to weigh five pounds and eight ounces. And it came out exactly. I don't, I don't know where this comes from. This is, this is not a daily occurrence. Oh. Well, that's cool. Yeah. Like it, um, I don't know. I think it's really neat to, um, and I believe it because I've had, again, like I've had things where, but well, I'm strange. I tried to like guess stuff, which is not normally like, it's just coming to, but like I'll, well, and then also with my boyfriend, I already know, we kind of know each other. So I will think in my mind what he's going to say before he answers. And then when he answers, I laugh and he's like, you knew that. Right. And I'm like, mm-hmm. But, yeah, so that. but that's, that's partially, that's a little psychic. That's knowing the person. That's a lot of things. That's feeling the person, not knowing, feeling yeah. the person. So you have this kind of relationship with him that is, I don't like you to use words like, twin flame and soulmates because 
I don't, I, I think there are people you're just more in tune with. That's all. I don't think that it's this big soulmate of your light or the twin, twin flame, by the way, if you don't know the difference, twin flame is not necessarily a romantic relationship. It's just a strong connection with a friend or with a person. Oh. And someone said they met their soulmate and the, they don't, this person isn't acting like a soulmate, but they want to think they are, you know, <laughs> and of course, uh, I, I don't know. Yeah. I get lots of calls on my, on my psychic hotline and I have to deal with, you know, I have to get reached down and be, understand how they feel and not take my own thoughts on what I think is wrong, but I have to feel what they are. And that's how I tell them what's going to happen. Oh, so you said you don't really like negative stuff, but what if like, say for instance, you had gotten a message or feeling that the person was in a horrible relationship, would you tell them then, or would you guide them in that kind of way? Or what would you do? It's very hard to tell people that when you're talking to them and not know them. Number one, here's where I feel. Human nature is a tricky business. So someone says their boyfriend hasn't called for six months and, and they haven't seen them and they don't want to I, they're going to be back. They always come back in one form or another. And I don't have the right to tell you that your boyfriend or your significant other is gone forever because I could be proven wrong so easily. Right. I do a book around. I talk about things like your relationship. It's not available. He's not available right now. This is the time to back off and to think about what you want and where you want to go. You've got to get that focus of this obsession focus off of this person. It's not going to work. It, I believe in energy transforming. Mm -hmm. I, I do Reiki. Are you familiar with Reiki? Oh, well, no, but I interviewed someone that is very much uh, did Reiki and I'm she kind of told master. me. That's I'm so cool. I, yeah, I, yeah. And what no, I learned. What is it? Huh? You don't know what it is. No, not kind of. It's like an energy okay. thing. Energy but, healing. Okay. I can do it. Okay. I can do, it's not even a massage, it's, just, it's touching different places or not touching. And I realized something, I do remote ones. Okay, like let's just say we get off the here and you tell me you have a backache and you tell me where you live and your name and we don't talk. Okay, you lay down and I work on you. Maybe I use a teddy bear as a surrogate and I work on where it hurts and you will feel the heat coming through. You'll feel me working on you and we have no communication. So I believe in this tremendous universal connection that we have. So when you know what your boyfriend is thinking, it's the connection. It's the universal connection. It isn't like, ooh, I mean, how, how crazy is it to give someone a healing and not even be near them or talking to them or have any connection with them? That's cool. Yeah. So <laughs> I do believe that we are, we all transmit all these things. I do that we can I had somebody channel my mother. I'll tell you about whatever you want to know about how that, and she, she was there. Oh my God. She knew things wow. about my mother that nobody knew. She was talking to her. Oh. Yeah. That's so awesome. See, I've always wanted to talk to um, a medium because I lost somebody very, very important to me and they were 26 years old. And um, so I went on uh, this one guy, love him. He's amazing. Um, I was on one of his live Zoom things. And so how he does it is there's like, say there's a hundred of us. Uh, he has all our little pictures up at the same time. And he'll either see the, the spirit or whatever, or feel something from that square, from the person. And then he'll go to that 
square and he'll say, Hey, there's a father energy behind you or something like that. And so I wanted him so bad to pick me and he didn't, and it didn't make me not believe in it. It just made me like, Oh, because I was like, yeah, yeah I well, was like, Oh, mine was, I noticed things being moved around my house mm-hmm. and it was a couple of years after my mother died. So I would put a cup down, there'd be two, there was all this strange stuff. So I went into this occult bookstore and I was delivering a gift, I had a gift basket business at the time. And I said to the gal, do you know anybody who talks to the dead? She said, I don't. Well, honestly, some woman walked in who went there once a year to get a calendar and she overheard me and she said, have me call her. She didn't charge me. She came to my office and she saw my pictures of cats all over. She said, oh, your mother hates cats, doesn't she? I said, yeah. And then she said, she started talking like my mother. She said, those goddamn doctors didn't know what they were doing. That's why I want my mother there, I swear. Oh. So she did say one thing that really did it. She said, tell Carol, me, to go buy a frame and she'll know what to put, what picture to put it around and to put a rose in front of the picture. So I forgot about that. And I went to this place called McFrugal's. I was buying stuff for my Christmas rush. And I picked up a little frame. I thought that would be really cute. I took it home and I remembered. And the picture I had of her fit right in it. Mm-hmm. And I had a gold rose. because I used these gold roses and flowers in my basket. Put it in front. And I still have it sitting in front of me here. And it's been 25 years. Aww. Yeah. And then she came back. My husband came home. And with his motorcycle, he lost his wallet. Couldn't find it. Went back. Whatever. Wallet was gone. And so we got a new wallet, new stuff. Okay. We got robbed. His new wallet got, got stolen. And I was going into my purse. I, and I went in my purse every day. I, I took it, put my hand in there, and there was the old wallet at the top. And Whoa. I looked at it, and I, I had just dumped my purse out the day before, and there was nothing. And I said, did you do that? <laughs> oh, he said, no. So he didn't, he got to use his old wallet. Because they had all his driver's license and everything oh, in it. Good. And I, I was really sure that my mother had come back and she would, had warned us about it happening. And we just, you know, I just felt, and I haven't heard from her since. But I just know that we had a lot of strange things going on. And she had to come back and she said, was really mad at the medium. And she said, what the hell am I doing here? I don't want to be here. I don't want to go to heaven because I hate all my relatives. And she hated all her relatives. You know, it was just so my mother. It, wow. it couldn't have been anybody else. It couldn't have been. So I do, I believe in all of it. Because I think we can't put our hand on it. We can't put our hand on it. It's the universe. I know I'm using my hands and no one's going to see them. But you That's do. okay. I see it. <laughs> yeah. Is that I feel that there is this, this really strong connection with, in just so many different ways of reaching it. You know, and I think that we, I think the more we believe that the more peaceful, you know, like you've heard of tapping. Yeah. 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 I do tapping every day and I do Jinshin Jitsu. That's a whole acupressure. And I was among the first people in the United States that learned how to do it because the teacher came over from Japan to teach the United States people how to do it. So I learned that. I believe in all these things we do for ourselves to keep our particularly in this world today with all the prop what's going on this is the world has never been this crazy it's very frightening whatever party you are and there's no political talk here is that 
well, things are not right. Things are just not, we're just way off kilter. We're way off kilter. And we're headed for a lot of bad things unless things change. And I'm, this is where my, I'm trying not to, I, I have this psychic feeling and I, I feel that we're going to have some changes that things will get back on track again. Oh, good. Because yeah. yeah, you're right. The uh, yeah, I don't talk about politics, but you're right. Um, there's a lot of division and craziness that's going you remember, on. Maybe you probably don't remember 20 years ago or 15 years ago. Nobody cared what party you were. We didn't right. talk about it. You were a Democrat, Republican, who cared? Now right. it's like, oh my God, yeah. I hate him or I hate this. You know, it's, it's vindictive and angry and horrible. Yeah, I agree. Um, so yeah, I don't get into it with people because I don't want to um, like them to, because I don't really do that. I'm not going to judge them off of their party, but because my dad is the opposite party of me. And guess what? My dad is one of the best people I know. I love him so much. So I don't care what you are. Uh, yes, but I, other people care. Right. So I don't tell people what I am because I don't, I don't, I hate to argue. I don't know if that's a Virgo, Virgo thing. I hate to argue. I don't like confrontation. It makes I know. me so anxious I know. and it Neither makes me. I hate, except the problem, except the fights we start ourselves. Oh, yeah, that's true. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I probably that's have it. done, I've probably done that before a time or two. Uh, but <laughs> so uh, that's funny. Okay. Now. Do you still have the radio show or how long did you do that? No, radio? that's been a long, that's been okay. quite a while. And you know, I was, I think of some, many of us of my generation feel a lot that, I mean, I was a master marketer, okay, before the internet. I, I wrote a best-selling book and I got it, I got it, I did all this publicity and got it all out there. Nobody helped me with that. And wow. today... You know, it's not that I feel there's not that there's so many artists and writers today, but they're all online. You can write a, you can write a book and publish it for free with Amazon. Nope. You know, you can, there's got to be, I'm an artist and like you've heard of the store Etsy, you know. The store yeah, Etsy. yeah. Do you know how many vendors they have on there? Take a guess. Uh, probably like 2.5 million. 7 million. Wow. Yeah. And every artist in the world has got a website or is on a store. Every so, where do you go? You yeah. can't compete. You cannot compete. So before, when I used to write letters to magazines and newspapers and call radio shows, I got everything. I got the best publicity in the world with everything. Today we have podcasts, but how many podcasts do you have to do before you're noticed? Like ten million. Yeah. Well, you know what I mean. Yeah, I'm doing like, podcasts. I want to get the word out, not just for me. I really, honestly, it sounds very altruistic of me, but I really, really important to me to help people today. And I feel when I do their readings for them, I give them courage. They, they will write me. My audience used to be 40 and over, and it's now 30 and under. No they know their sun, moon. They know everything except how to interpret Wow. They're depressed about relationships. They're depressed, depressed about their careers. They're stuck. So I help them. I really try to help them with that a lot by giving them confidence in themselves and reminding them that they're good people and they can accomplish what they need to, whatever they want in life through their astrology reading. That's wonderful. And I love to help people. Um, that's why, uh, 
That's why you're a nurse. Right. And that's, that's why what you're doing what you're doing. Yes, yeah. absolutely. And even before, way before I was a nurse, cause I was a young mom. So I didn't become a nurse until way, at, you know, kind of later. Uh, but I always have helped people and people would kind of like make fun of me and scoff at me about it. Um, and they would be like, what are you doing? I mean, literally I would help people at the club. Like there was this girl on the ground by herself in the bathroom several times, but one time she was bleeding and I knew, and I wasn't definitely wasn't a nurse yet. I knew I shouldn't touch this woman's blood, but I stayed with her and I like helped her. I gave her some stuff and I made sure she was safe. Um, I tried to contact someone that knew her, like those kind of things. I always have tried to help in any way that I can. And people have helped me for many, many years in lots of different ways. So even now, financially, if I can, I try to help people. I'm a very good tipper uh, because I think that's, you know. I am too, yeah. yeah. It helps people in that kind of way, you know, and just little things. But also my boyfriend has opened my eyes to things. Um, so there's a lot of homeless people in Atlanta and we help sometimes, but I don't help as much as we want to. And so, um, but we really like, you know, there's been times where he has had a feeling and he goes, we need to go get them some food. So right, time, how did you get them food and clothing and don't give them money? We did. We went, we went to Burger King. So we go and get some hamburgers and then we came back and gave the one guy hamburgers. And then there was another guy that needed food. And so we went, but we've came and passed out blankets, pillows. Yeah. Um, but that's kindness. That's kindness. Yeah. yeah. So we, so in any way that I can help, I always try to, because like I said, like people helped me in ways when I was a single mom and I want to pay it for it. And plus, I just feel like that's my duty. Like, I feel like that's what I'm supposed to do as a person um, is, is. That's help. so Virgo. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> is it? Okay. It's so Virgo. Oh, so. Um, all right. So what other things are just, well, I'll just ask you, like, what other things are Virgo? Because I feel like sometimes I'm not so much what they say. You said I'm a strong, but sometimes I think like some of the Leo stuff is kind of mine too, but I don't know. So what's well, a strong we pick, Virgo? We pick, up, we pick up traits from every sign of the Zodiac. Okay. okay. We're a little spiritual. We're a little having to be first. We're a little indecisive. We all, we do. But what is the strongest traits? Is that you are, even though you say you're not a good communicator, you are, and Virgos are funny. Virgos do have really <laughs> good sense of humor. They, uh, uh, there's no question about that. You're very vocal. You will share your feelings. And I think that you're doing your perfect work is helping people being a nurse in the medical field is very, very much. And also they're very caring and loving, but it also don't show it all the time. You're going to feel it more than you show it. It's, it's not always easy to express, to communicate those feelings for you. And I think that um, I just feel like Virgo people, of course, I have a lot of friends that are Virgo. I happen to like Virgos because it looks like that Virgo moon, Virgo rising. And I find that they seem to be a little more caring and interested than some of the other signs are not. And so I think that you're aware of yourself. You have a lot of awareness about yourself. And you do. And I think you're much happier with a few close friends and great crowds of people. Because I think most of us are like that. But you have some very close, special friends. And I think in a relationship that... Um, and of course, you're with the Pisces, and it's 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 polar. You're very very different from your on your basics here, you know. But I think that 
it goes really well together. I like Pisces and Virgo together because Pisces really add a lot of dimension and a lot of feelings and Virgos need to develop these feelings a little more. You may feel that you want to give and help, but you have to get down to the real core and that some you need someone to bring that out. Yeah, so he looked up um, with our two signs and we're like, he, I don't even know if this is real or whatever, but it says like, so much percentage for love, so much percentage for intimacy, so much percentage for this. And I think for love, we were like 100%. And for like something else, we were so like... It's, it's just bullshit stuff. Sorry, <laughs> it is. I'm sorry. You know, the thing is that you are who you are. You are a person before you're a Virgo. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. And he is a person before he is a Pisces. Okay. And I think you probably have a really pretty good relationship with him. Yeah. yeah, I think, yeah. Thank you. Are you thinking about getting married? <laughs> That's a long story. So uh, to be honest, we already have a marriage license. We were supposed to get married um, a couple years ago and there's an age difference, a big age difference. Is he older um, or younger? He's younger. And uh, the funny thing is my son, uh, it's one of my jokes, uh, is his birthday twin. Uh, they're literally five years apart on the same day. <laughs> okay, so he's your son's five years younger. Yes, five years younger. Okay, so at least you didn't get you're not with somebody your son's age. I'm glad. No, I'm, I'm teasing. Well, it's you. close, but you know, five years. And uh, so, um, there was a lot going on with my second son. Uh, he's doing fantastic now. He moved in with his dad in Maryland, but a lot of uh, drama and problems. We would have to go find him in the middle of the night and all this stuff. And that's a lot for a guy that's very young to, and they're only seven years apart. And so he became this kind of father figure to someone close to his age. And it caused yeah. a lot of like uh strain between us, but we're, we're cool now. And, and uh, my son, He's and I love my, yeah, yeah. And my son's doing fantastic. Like I said, he hasn't gotten in trouble anymore. He's been with his dad uh, for, oh, wow. I think it's been like, yeah, because he just turned, so he just turned 19, and he was um, 17 when he left. So he's been gone like a year and a half. I'm really proud of him. He got promoted as a manager. He's doing fantastic. So everything is okay, but it was just the moments of, like, it was a lot. And so um, there's a lot of stuff with my mom. My mom actually is a Pisces, but she is not a typical uh, Pisces um, that from what they what it all the signs right said. what it says uh, I, I love what it says yes yeah so she um and remember they have other things they have moon signs right there's yeah. so many things that can change yeah yeah so she um is like she didn't like the whole thing and that will cause a lot of problems now everything is a lot better it's been four years uh and it's been a it's a lot better but we put it on hold and it was gonna have to be in a courthouse and hit, like nobody was going to be able to be there because it was during COVID uh and the funny I always see my wedding dress it's in the closet and I gained a lot of wisdom <laughs> I just literally said yesterday that's funny that you asked me that I said to my daughter yesterday because my daughter is nine and he's a great father to her it's not her biological dad my ex-husband is but he raises her fantastic like he teaches her so many things and he's so you're living a, you're living together yes we live together yeah and so so I just saw the uh, the dress and I said to her yesterday, I was like, I really need to lose weight 
just in case, you know, I mean, one day we will get married, I believe, and he believes the same thing, but it just wasn't the right time right. Uh, at the time. So, uh, but I was like, I better lose a lot of weight to get into that dress. So I just said that yesterday. That's funny. Um, but yeah, it'll work out. I believe I go with the flow. That's what I say. Like, I feel like, you know, things happen for a reason and they definitely do happen for a reason. So if it's meant to be, it'll be. And so yeah, but you're together. The thing is you're living. Yeah, together. We're, together. yeah we're living together and That's we're dating. And, that is a commitment. Oh yeah. And we, he's my best friend. I mean, I know people say that a lot. And I said that about my ex-husband, which I found out to be that he was more faking things than being really himself. Um, and then he was definitely not my best friend at that point. But <laughs> birthday, I have to know his birthday. You know, I have to know that. You know May, that. May 24th. I think oh, he's a Gemini. Gemini. Yeah. Oh my God. Square your sun sign. Not okay. Yeah. And so, okay. and my son that I had issues with is a Gemini. And, okay. uh, and so it was very hard. We're like different and it was, it was hard. And he had, um, very much he had a lot of challenges so he had asperger's and adhd and all these things and um it was it was it was hard and so i had a pisces kid and a and a gemini kid and mm -hmm. and it was a lot um of drama for their mama which uh hopefully nobody steals my name but my sitcom that i'm writing that's going to be the name of it uh <laughs> so yeah um yeah drama for the drama. mom yeah Drama for mama. Yeah, Very drama good. for the mama. Yeah. Um, so uh, anyway, I kind of got off a topic. Sorry. So the um, you've done a lot of things. When you go and speak, what was your favorite topic when you were the keynote speaker, like at events or conventions? What's your favorite thing to well, talk astrology. about? And it was always okay. great. It was always with great humor. I would talk about the signs, and I mean, I would just get really silly. I, I, there was a friend of mine who thought he was a Sagittarius because he's born. Uh, also, signs change when you're on the cut. When I say you're right at the, on the cusp, even though I don't believe in it, in 10 years, it could go to Sagittarius and the same day it could be Scorpio. They change ah, when you're okay. that close. So I said, I changed him from a Sagittarius to a Scorpio. I said, you should see Ron now. Open shirts, the jewelry, the women are hanging around him. It's a sexy, <laughs> sexy Scorpio. And and this, I said, there's one gal sitting at the table. She wondered how I knew what, what sign she was. Look the way she's dressed with that flowered raincoat and hat. She's got to be an Aquarius. You know, that kind of stuff. Aww. And then I would get a little serious for a few minutes. And then I went on stage with Ilya Nastasi. You probably don't remember, famous tennis player. I was involved with a lot of celebrities and stuff. I, I had that 15 minutes of fame in my life. I did. Aww. And... I got a roll of toilet paper and I was reading his chart on the toilet paper. <laughs> and you remember the captain and Tennille? Yeah. I did I did act with them on the stage too. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I read it and I said, everything you touch turns to gold. He grabbed my rear end and carried me off the stage. I didn't plan that. But it was funny. It was so funny. Oh. So I just tried to have a good time. And yet I take astrology seriously, but not like that my whole life, I mean, when I go a live video on TikTok, I have, I get maybe four or 5,000 people will come on and the same question. I'm a Scorpio. How do I get along with the Gemini? I'm a, I'm a Libra. How do I get along with a mm -hmm. Virgo? I mean, that's all they want to know. That's, <laughs> that is one of who they get along with. Yeah. And they, I feel like telling them, you would know better than I do. You know, I don't, 
So I try to just accommodate. And um, no, I love, I love what I do. I love my psychic hotline. I love doing, I work for a company called Thrills that's in the UK. And I do astrology readings from all over the world. They find me on there. And getting up and doing this every day is just great joy in my life. And I've had, in my lifetime, I've had between 60 and 70 jobs and businesses. Wow. I mean, I've done everything. Okay, except man's oldest, what is it? Man's oldest, uh, whatever. I did. I was never a prostitute. I, I did everything else. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I did wrote restaurant reviews for newspapers. I wrote columns. I had sales business. I just did whatever. Yeah. Aww. And, but now I get to do this right now and I love it. And I'm so delighted to be talking about it, to be able to share with you how I feel about my life and astrology and how I believe that it helps people. And I know going to psychics to going to therapists and getting all kinds of different help. Yeah, that's like years and years, but you get your chart done, you get a lot of clarification about your life that can set you on the right path. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Cause there are, well, you think about it, how many decisions we make in one day, right? Oh my God. Yeah. So From what if we you, eat, yeah. yeah, if you had a little bit of guidance or even a thing like that, you know, this could be the best for you or something like that, that could help you, uh, a person a lot, um, kind of decide, okay, well, this is similar to this or whatever. And it's um, so personal. It's so you, your chart yeah. is just, like I said, 25,000 years. This isn't like going in for therapy where you're just another person and they have to dig out and find out about you. I already know about you. So we have to develop that and make it better and make it work. Oh, that's so awesome. So you told me about somebody coming back and, and telling you that they found someone else, but what was your favorite response to someone when they told you like feedback from what you've told them or how you've helped them? I love it. I get reviews, which is, okay. of course, is great, you know, and I get reviews on both sites I work for thanking me for helping them out and giving them more guidance and helping them solve a situation. And sometimes they'll just thank me. Thank you for making it clear for me to what to do. They'll have a career problem or they'll have a boyfriend problem or they'll have just something. And I say, why don't we just look at it from all angles? Let's look at this. Let's fix it. Let's make it right. And I said, you want that guy back? This is what you need to do. You got to back off. He doesn't want to hear from you right now, but it's going to change. Life changes all the time. And I said, when you prove your attitude, he's going to feel it in the universe. He's going to know it and he's going to feel different about you. Oh. But the minute you are so, you got to have it. And you're so desperate. That desperation is so unappealing and so unattractive. And there are people are scared of it. It makes you like a stalker. Not good. Well, I don't. <laughs> I don't use that word. I don't. Well, yeah, use that yeah, word. yeah. But, I don't. But, but that, sorry, go ahead. No, no. It's basically is that if you have somebody running after you, Danielle, and they're mm. calling you, and they want to talk, and you block them, they have everybody blocks. This is the big thing today: blocking. <laughs> I hear about it all the time. They yeah. block, and you're going to feel uncomfortable. You know. But if he stays, let's say he doesn't call you for a month. Well, I wonder what happened to him. How is he? Maybe I'll check in on him. There's a totally different attitude about backing off and 
coming to forward. And these, these people want answers. And I, you know, I'm so sympathetic with that. They want to know, is he going to be back in my life? Is he coming back in my life? And they, even there's somebody who's all wrong for them that I could feel. Yeah. But I have to make sure that person is feeling okay about life and has a good direction to go in when they get off the phone. And I stay in touch with people. When I'll write them, I'll say, how are you doing? Are things going along well for you this summer? Let me know. Yeah. Aww. So they have somebody who cares about them enough to, to reappear. That's wonderful. Thank you for doing that. Uh, because um, like you said, making sure they're in the right headspace is a good thing because you never know what what you could say that could make them go off the deep end. You know, it wouldn't be your fault, but it could make them say somebody that's depressed or whatever, you know, you don't want to make them feel worse. Um, no, which again is not, is not your fault. But, you know, I had somebody really important to me that committed suicide. So um, that, you know, when I talk to people, and that's why I love this podcast. I've talked to so many people that I found out that I never have known they were homeless. I also lived in a homeless shelter and was homeless, but they were homeless on the streets. And I've talked to people that said they had suicidal thoughts, didn't even know that, you know, and, and that stuff, like, it, it makes me so sad. It makes my heart heavy, but because people feel like they can't talk about those things. And they feel like they have no outlet or sometimes people feel like they don't have anyone. So for you to be there for someone that you never know what they're thinking or what their exactly. process is, yes. um, that, that means a lot to somebody that's, you know, had somebody important to them feel like they all hope was gone. So the, the fact yeah. that you care, um, that's, I but really appreciate. There's very desperate people out there. Since you couldn't find a job, they're going to take her baby away. I mean, there's all kinds Aww, of stuff. Yeah. Sometimes they just say, do you have anyone you can get help from? Well, my parents, I said, but I don't want to. I said, do it. You've got to get some help. You can't do this alone. Okay. You can't no. do it alone. And so, I mean, I've, obviously I can't help everybody because I get, you know, occasionally someone's belligerent. Or once somebody wanted to got mad at me because in one minute, I literally, one minute call, I didn't tell her what was going to happen in her life. She got really angry. You know, I'm going to get that too. But I'm going to say 99% of my calls end happily. Awesome. At least they feel that they thank me for whatever. Yeah. Good. Have you, I mean, so luckily nobody knows where you live or anything like that. So you don't ever feel unsafe, do you? No. No, they, good, don't, good. they don't know my name. I okay. don't know where I live. Um, I may mention I live in Arizona. It's funny how people are reluctant sometimes to tell me where they live. I thought, I don't know their names. I wouldn't know where to find somebody. And yeah. Why would I? So some guy says, I said, you live in California? He said, kind of. And I thought, well, kind of. <laughs> okay. Well, you kind of live in LA. I do ask people if they live in a big, medium, or small city. Because when they're looking for a job or looking for something, I can help them better with that, you know. Yeah. But I give a lot of practical advice. This is not like, if it's about what I see is what the, I feel what the person needs. Yeah. Right. So know, what do you, what do you need, you know, personally? You know, I mean, not you personally, because you're perfect, of course. Nobody's no. perfect. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> no, I have a lot of, um, as I say, character flaws. Uh, if I was a character in, a, in, in my sitcom that I'm writing, uh, the one character is based loosely off of me. Uh, and um, she is a, they call people that like, I don't know, people have called me an empath before, not that I'm like psychic, but that the empath energy that I feel. Yeah. You couldn't write comedy if you weren't an empath. And I'm going to just tell you this, this is a little off thing. I, um, I edit, I edit a lot. I'm a really good proofreader. If you want any, anything in your book, you know, that you're writing, I'll tell you if I think it's funny or not. I'm really, I, okay. I'm really, no, I don't have to zero in on what I think, what I, what I know is going to work. I, I'm telling you, I've helped people a lot awesome. with different stuff, you know, so because I, I was in, of course, I lived in Beverly Hills. I lived, I grew up in that area with the movie stars and with, and not that we were rich or anything. And I'm just, I have this awareness about, you know, we'll watch a comedy thing and Jim is laughing. And I will say, I don't think that's funny. I mean, I, it takes a lot to get me to laugh. So if I laugh at your stuff, you know, you're in. Awesome. Okay, trust me. Okay. Yeah. I believe you. So and that's I'd love why to do that. That would be fun for me. Yeah. Thank you so much. That's why I asked my boyfriend's opinion because he barely laughs at anything. Like, so I took a stand up class and that's how I got started into that. And so he, he went to the graduation and there was 15 of us. And if you're listening, sorry guys, I'm not going to say which ones he thinks are funny, but there was a few people at the end. He said, they're going to make it. They're going to make it. They're going to make it. And you were really funny and you're going to make it. So like, and he, and then I would say, so-and-so is funny. He's like, mm. I watched, he goes, I watched the crowd. They didn't laugh. And I'm like, you can't base it off of one crowd though. But I see what he's yeah, saying. Yeah, well, you know, do you ever watch America's Got Talent? Oh, my friend was on it. My teacher was just on. Last Tuesday was her live. Yeah. 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 She was a silly one. She's Lace Larrabee. She was the yes. pageant queen. Yes, that's yes. my my teacher. Yep. Yeah, yeah. But you know what it's all about too. It's it's the jokes are funny. Okay, it's really your timing. Yeah, it's how you. Because I know that when I was doing my my uh, I called it I called myself a humorous speaker because that was less pressure. Okay, mm -hmm. it was about the pauses. Yeah, I say you know what that guy said, oh. and come in with it. It they there was a comedian on America's Got Talent. It was too much, too fast. It was funny. It could have been funny, but she was really good. I have, I thought we both got a big kick out of her. Yeah. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. Thank you. So she's your teacher. She's your teacher. Yeah. She was my, um, my teacher and she actually owns the, where I do the sitcom writing. Oh she God. owns that too. And, um, so she is, she's awesome. She's very, very funny. Um, but she was saying that they told her what, which one of her jokes to tell now, I thought she should have told, there's this one joke she does, that her timing is so impeccable. She opened for um, Liza, uh, Eliza uh, Schlesinger, or however you say it, uh, here at the Fox Theater in Atlanta. She opened for her. There was thousands of people. And she did her one joke. And it is the funniest thing. I mean, her timing and the way she, like, she literally crouches and down on the what, ground. Yeah, it's all and, about. Yeah. And she does it so fast. And she's like, then you got to do this. And it's fast, but it makes sense. Cause it's like, it's like, you can really see her doing it. You so might. it's, it's so, it's so great. And um, her actual, she has a podcast, my teacher, and it's called 
Cheaties podcast, guys, if you ever want to check it out. It's hilarious. It's all about cheating. Uh, but um, but her partner and the, her co-host was on The Tonight Show um, and the other day. And, and she did amazing, too. And she's so funny. She's more a – she tells jokes, like, kind of slower. But it's so funny because she's, like – she's blonde. She's not ditzy, but the way she says stuff is hilarious. Yeah. Like she just it does is it about, like like Joan, like Joan Rivers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, it's like you would never expect. You're like, whoop, that came out of your mouth, you know? Yeah. And uh, so I have a lot of great influences female-wise here. I and guess so. Yeah, that's why Lace started the, the school. So her school's called Laugh Lab, everybody. And um, the reason why she started it is because there's not as many female comedians. So she started it, and mostly the first few years were only females. So it was a female-only class. And then now she has co-ed. And like every other class is co-ed, then female, then co-ed. My class was co-ed. Um, and uh, and it was, it was hard because she told us this is not how the real world is. So when I go to open mics, sometimes I'm the only female. And that was really hard for me. Like my energy would be off sometimes because they would talk about stuff that I'd find inappropriate, but they think it's funny, you know, and then I would kind of let that affect me. Then it got to the point where I was like, who cares what they say? I don't care. And I'm, you know, and then I went and did my own thing, but um, yeah. So it, it was like, I was kind of like grossed out so many times. Like, yes, well, I've had, been, I have yeah. been right. Yes, but yeah, I, I, we had a comedian come to a club we were at and for two hours, bored me for two hours, just <laughs> gross stuff. You know, I just wanted to get yeah. out of there. And also that's too long. Two hours is too long. That's a you long be, set. One person yeah. for two hours? Yes, it was horrible. So I just, oh, you know. And, Holy um, moly. Yeah. So I think that's exciting you have that and your nurse. You just have all kinds of neat things going on in your life too. Thank but you, you probably haven't had 60 jobs and 60 businesses. <laughs> no. no, I have not. But you're a lot 60. younger than I am. Yeah. No, yeah, I haven't had 60, but I've had a lot. Uh, it's funny because I wanted to figure it out one day how many, and I have no clue. Um, I've literally done so many things. I've been a telemarketer. I've been, I've been oh, so, yes. so many things. And I was like, oh my gosh. Like, <laughs> and, I and I was a restaurant. Yeah, I was a server and a um, restaurant manager and I've worked at doctor's offices. I've, um, I was a telemarketer. Um, I don't even know all the things I've done. That's very sad. I was a CNA. Uh, I worked at like, I don't know. So like, I haven't had 60, but I've had a lot of different, different ones. Um, so what, okay. So you said astrologer. So is that like your favorite thing is to do astrology more than like a I love it all. Reading? I can't. Okay. I like. I, I'm happy doing all of it. I love the. I love the calls on the phone. They're the easiest because I mean I'm off the phone and I'm done. Astrology. I always do research, even if I know all of it. Um, I offer 10 minute, 20 minute, and 30 minute readings, and so I for the 10 minute ones I don't research, and for the 21 I don't. But for the 30, I want to be sure I cover everything because they're paying you know more, and. I just, I love it. I love everything that I do. And this is just a really good time in my life. And I'm, I'm grateful to have it, you know. And, no. and so I wanted to extend my reach. So I'm going on podcasts. And podcasts 10 years ago were hardly any. Now it's, it's, it is like the TV of the internet. 
or yeah. the, it really it is it is yeah. so um i belong to a podcast thing called that they find you on matchmaker or we found you found me on facebook didn't you i found you on facebook i'm pretty sure yeah you did yeah because i i'm on a company called match matchmaker fm where you get to put your you know you can contact different uh podcasts and everything sometimes the podcasters I shouldn't say this. They'll hire me. They want to do it. And then I don't hear back from them after that. And then maybe a, two weeks later, they'll call, you know, again. So I like to, with a dependable, and I've got about um, 10 lined up. I mean, I really, you know, I just feel like this awesome. is a great experience. And I love to meet people like you. I mean, here you've had this interesting life. And I get to hear about that too, along with I get to talk and answer some of your questions you've had. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. And well, well, I really appreciate it too. Uh, it means a lot to me because uh, some things I've thought, I'm like, I don't know. I've always wanted to ask. And that's why I wanted to do this, start this podcast. Cause I literally, you know, call uh, authentic points of view because I want to talk to so many everybody. people from everybody, yeah. right. Everybody, all different walks of life because everybody is unique and special and can actually, you can learn something from every single person. And so um, that's what it's very fun for me. Just like you said that your gift is, is fun for you. Um, so, but that's funny. Cause I was going to ask you what you just kind of answered it. Um, have you ever felt like I can answer you before you get the question out, right? <laughs> that's <laughs> true. But cause I was going to ask you if you've ever not wanted to do it, or if, if you ever felt like it was too much or the only thing is that, um, Astrology kind of went through a dead zone for a while. It's very popular right now because people are looking for answers. And I was in places where I had to be sure I had a business or made money. And going into a foreign place and trying to get astrology reading, and we didn't have the internet. Yeah. We didn't have all this stuff to go on. So that's why I had lots of businesses and jobs and everything. But I've always had astrology and I've always done charts for people, you know, in the background. There's always, because I love it. Because I, um, and people are very grateful and very happy to, and having happy clients is, is what it's all about. I mean, you know, as a nurse, not everybody is happy, but they're happy to see you and be taken care of. Yeah. 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 But they're suffering. You know, mine are suffering. Well, some of them emotionally are. And I think today, I'm going to say a larger percentage of the people are suffering emotionally today and physically with the, you know, with the inflation that people really People literally have to decide between driving their car and either putting food on the table. I don't understand that because I don't have don't have that problem, but a lot of people do. But they still call the hotline and still want some help because their emotional well being is sometimes more important than having a meal on the table. Well, yeah, that that that's got to be hard. So I'm proud of you to not let it overcome you because I feel like. The way that I am, and I, you know, everybody's always told me that I'm an empath, that I take other people's emotions, feelings, and I put them on myself and I try to like fix everything. And, but I feel like that that might be a lot for me. So that's why I could not work in the ICU during COVID because I think it would have like hurt me so much and not, and I, I would have, I wouldn't have not been beneficial. Uh, I would have been so sad and crying and all this stuff that you're not allowed to do that maybe I wouldn't have 
but I, I helped in different ways. I work in the recovery room now, but I used to be, um, ICU nurse years ago and people that's tough. Yeah, it is. And that was before all of your patients were dying during COVID. And that's just, it's so much mentally draining. And I've had some nurses that I've talked to, this is way before I had a podcast and just talking to them as a human being and saying, how are you doing mentally? How did you get through this? Because it, they take it home with them and it's hard. And like, I, that would be, yes. It, it's, but, go ahead. Yeah. No, no, I, but I'm on the phone and I care about that person while I'm on the phone with them or we, if we text, but I have to let it go. I have to move on to the next one, but I come back and ask them if they're okay. I mean, I will write, we can write each other without it costing. So I can, I will ask them, are you doing better? You have a, I, I'm here to answer a quick question for you that they, they know I'm there for them. I want them to feel that way. That's you know? really, and, really kind of you. Yeah. Well, it's, you know, I, I'm not going to lie. I like making money too. You know, I do. <laughs> yes. I, I have bills to pay. Right. Think, yes. Yeah. Yeah. We all want to make money. Well, first of all, I have learned something. I don't like to do free charts for anybody anymore. They don't appreciate them and they don't, whatever. People have to pay to be appreciated. Really, they're paying for my services. So I want to be of value to them. And I've done, occasionally I'll do a free reading and, and it's like people don't think I, they don't take me seriously. Oh. But if they're paying for me, they always take me seriously. So I've, st I've stopped with the free charts. And, and I don't blame you. I mean, I did photography. Can't believe I forgot about that job that I had. That's sad. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, um, and I was so nice. And it, when I was in Ohio doing it, I would do stuff for free for people all the time. And they would take advantage of me. Oh, and then can't do free. I know. It is just, is one of those things. I did um, a nurse at my doctor's office. I told her I'd do a chart for her. I did a written chart. And she said, oh yeah, it was interesting. I thought if I, she had paid for that, she would have a whole lot of different things to talk about. Yeah. Right. But, um, but you're right. And a business is a business. And so the, I learned that the hard way. Then when I did photography here, I didn't do anything free for people, but I would like give them a discount or if they use me multiple times or whatever. Right, the case but that's a be. different story. Yeah. That's okay. And yeah. I appreciated them. And that's what I would show their appreciation, you know, like, okay, well, I appreciate you using me again, blah, 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 like that. Um, so I, I didn't have this as a question, but I have a question. Your husband is a Pisces. So how, um, how does he feel about your line of work? And oh, he thinks fine. He likes okay. it. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. He does. He tells everybody about it. No. And Aww. he, yeah, he's, you know, he's, uh, we've been together a lot of years. And this is my second husband. Okay. Yeah. And um, no, we get along great. I like, for some, I had a lot of Pisces boyfriends who were interesting before I got, I was single for about three years. I had about three years. And I had like three or four Pisces boyfriends. So I must, there must be something there about them, you know, that I, I like. Aww. I like Pisces. And he, and he's born, he uses on the March 15th, the Ides of March. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. And his is March 14th. Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, my mom, totally different charts, yeah. Yeah, mom my, mom is is, my mom is March 12th. Yeah. Yeah. So and my granddaughter is on March 12th. Yeah. Aww. But she's not, she's not easy person, is she? My mom? Yeah. No, not at all. Uh, my mom is, is no mom. I don't know. She doesn't listen to these podcasts. Love you, mom. But she's very much a negative Nancy. Uh, <laughs> she's, sorry. She's very, yeah. very like uh, a pessimist. Um, and uh, don't you mean? Yeah. And, 
And I, I couldn't be married to a pessimist because it rolls off on me. I, I pick up people yeah. and um, I'm just, my husband's generally happy and a good natured about things. And awesome. it makes your life so different. You bring around someone who gets into bad moods all the time and negative. I, I would join them and I don't want to do that. Right. And, and I, I, can have... go towards, I can go towards that. I, I can let myself get really down. And I really, I work at not allowing, I don't like get depressed. I don't want to use that word, but I can get, I can get into, I call blue funk and it could last for a day or so. And I have to get out of it. You know, we all have stuff, ha crap happen to our lives. Okay. Yeah. We have to deal with it. Yeah. And she lost my brother. It was very sad. And a hard situation and so I don't blame her for being like that but I can't be in it for so long like we can only be around each other for such a period of time before it's like we like because yeah I, I'm not the most positive person uh to be honest before my brother died I was way more positive uh than when he died because of the situation that happened and that he was young and all that stuff so uh, that changed me a lot, but I'm back to more being more positive than the the funny thing is I'm more positive about other people than myself, which sounds very weird. You know, I don't, I am too. And I, you know, I understand exactly what you're saying. I absolutely, um, I have all kinds of, you know, it's very, you can't be psychic with yourself. You can't, I don't even want to think about that's why I do all these other things to see that I'm positive because it is not a natural thing. It's natural to tell someone else that life is positive. Yeah. But when it comes to ourselves, we think of all the things that could go wrong, no matter how we try to clear that whole field out. And that's what, that's what manifesting is, is not allowing when you have a goal, not to allow those negative feelings to, to sit inside, you know, but I think what you've done, you be, okay, here's what I look at with you. You may think you're not as positive or this, that, but look what you've done with your life. You've overcome a lot of stuff. You became a nurse, you went to school, you just mentioned you'd be in a homeless book and you got out of it and you uh, write comedy now, you took comedy, you're in a good relationship, you got your pot, look what you've done. And it wasn't always like that. It's true. You've created Thank this you. because of some of the stuff that happened to you in your life. You had issues with one of you, only one of your sons was or were they both having problems well uh so my one son was oh boy having a lot of problems when um you know they were younger because they're two years apart and I had them at 18 and 20 when I was 18 then 20 uh, I lived in the shelter when I was pregnant with the second one and um, my other one was like one and a half two-ish you, you had been married Is not yet no not yet with my okay. daughter, I have a daughter and I got married to that guy. Uh, but that was years later. But my second son, it's really funny because they shifted. So my one son that's 19 was giving me a lot of problems a couple years ago and getting in trouble and just right. Causing, you told me about that. Yeah. But my other son now gives me problems in a different way. He's a good person he's but he's also like my mother they're very negative um how old is he he is 21 and so um he is very much like it's very sad and it's hard and again this make make me sound like a bad mother everybody but i'm very honest about stuff and he listens to this podcast um i love you and you know that i love you and the last time we had a conversation it was not good uh and he said something very hurtful to me 
and it made me think and but it also made me upset because it's not accurate like it's accurate maybe in his mind but um it, it was very hurtful so our things that we have are more like it's kind of toxic to be honest i'm not gonna he, lie he doesn't live with you i take it he has not lived with me for a few years uh okay. i'm i moved out of my my dad's house my mom and my dad were gone, divorced so my mom moved out and me and my brother and my dad lived together um i left my dad's house stupidly oh that's not a word at 17 and moved in with my oldest son's father but he wasn't the father yet we didn't have a kid yet um and uh that was actually taught me a lot because they were buddhist so it was really cool and i got to live that and like see the they believe in you know em energy and karma and all this stuff and yeah. um so i lived there and then i moved in with my mother when i was um oh boy i just graduated so like I moved in in March. I graduated in May. And then I got pregnant by him when I was living with my mom. And then I moved out with my second son's father. So, but fast forward, the point is like my oldest son is mad about stuff from when he was five and he's 20. Oh, you always get a kid that carries that anger around. And it's like, his life was, I, I hear this so much. And the end is nothing and there is nothing you can do to change that attitude. He's going to have to work that out himself. There's no question about that. And, but he'll be okay. He'll be fine. It's just that I hear, I can't tell you how often I hear that they blame every problem they had on the way the childhood went. Okay. And they remember everything. And that is the reason and that their excuse for any lack of successes or problems is, is very difficult. And it's he'll figure it out. He'll get his life together and he'll be Good. fine. I'm glad. Thank you for saying that because it's something that scares me. Um, like the stuff that he says sometimes, like I want him to be okay mentally and healthy and I love him so much and I only want the best for him. But when he's saying all those things that I don't find to be a hundred percent true, but it's, it makes it hard because I understand I did things wrong for goodness sake. I had him when I was 18 years old. So I know I did things wrong. I know I didn't do things perfect. I know that I didn't end up with the right person all the time and all that stuff. And I I can't change those things is what I'm trying to explain to him. But you had a lot of drama in your life. I, boy, I did. Uh, but, a lot. Um, but that's the, I try not to make that an ex excuse. When I was younger, I would say stuff to my mother and then I find that my son is saying those things to me and it's hurtful and I'm like oh I wish I wouldn't have said that to my mother because it is very hurtful and my mom's situation is different than than what mine but it's still it, it still is like oh why did I say that you know but you don't know when you're young and you're just uh, so I try to take that into consideration with him uh he's a good person he works very hard he is a kick butt hard worker um and I'm very proud of him but it's just this, he has this entitlement thing to him. Like everybody has to do everything for me. And I'm like, that's not how the world works, friend. And I started working at 14 years old and I had two jobs at 17, 18. I had, you know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't have that mindset. I had the mindset of, I got to go get it. I got to figure this yes, out. We, yes, I did too. I worked. Yeah. I've always had jobs. I paid my way through college. I mean, I've always, I, I know about that. But he's got that that feeling, and 
I, I'd like to say that feeling is going to go away, but it'll modify. He'll get, you know, he's working. He's, he's, he's being a productive human being. Yeah. Okay. He goes to work yep. and he's not living with you. So you don't have to deal with any daily drama and he's just going to be who he's going to be. And he'll figure out that what works for him and what doesn't work for him. And it's too easy to be, to blame. I know I had a mother that there was always a reason why something went bad. This person or this thing. Right. Control. I've learned to take too much responsibility because of it. I take way too much that I feel to blame for, I'm responsible for. And it is, it's one of those things though, that he's going to mature and it'll, it'll get, he'll be better, but he's going to have those feelings because that's what makes him, he, he still needs an excuse for life. He needs an right. excuse, you know, and some people do and some people don't. And I think that it's very common, very common. It's usually the oldest child. Yeah. He's my oldest and his, well, so my mom and him are like, it's weird. Well, they're so, perfect. So good. He's got a relationship. Be grateful. But it's not healthy. <laughs> it's not healthy. I know, but, but this is, he's, but he's got someone he counts on right now that he, he, that he feels comfortable with. I'm not saying it's good, but it, it is better, it's important for him to have that, that relationship. You're very different from your son. So you can't, you can't buy into his blaming and entitlement. You can't. You can't. So you it have just, to be who you are and what you feel. Look what you've done with your life. I mean, you had your life was kind of a mess. I mean, I, I, I still that. <laughs> no, but we it is minus two. I'm, I'm kidding with you yeah. a little bit. But think about it. You had two kids, and you were struggling. I mean, just all the struggles you had. Look what you've done for yourself. You're not. You're living in a home. You're living. You have an apartment or wherever you live. You've got your own place. You're working. I know you're making decent money as a nurse. Yeah. You know, and you've got a great hobby. This can turn into a great business. You know, um, I have done so many. I had lucky packets. I had hand painted tote bags. I've had. Oh, you name it. I've done it. But you have something to offer. You've got humor to offer, and we need it so badly today. So I think you're going to be successful at that, and. I, it sounds like you have a healthy relationship. I didn't mention that before, but you do have a, it doesn't, it doesn't matter that he's a lot younger than you. That's the way it is. <laughs> I've heard they work out. We had friends that are really good friends. She was 15 years older than he was. And they got along and they, he was 24, 25, and they got married when she was 40. Yeah, they, they, they had a great, great relationship. Absolutely. So I, is, I don't believe age is, but when it's the reverse, like my ex-husband married someone 17 years younger, that's bad, right? No. Well, it, it, it is bad. It is tough because he's old. I mean, it's not when they first got married, but there's a big difference. But it doesn't work this way when a woman's ahead. It's a, it's a different story, honestly. And not just because I'm fabricating it and making it up. I really believe that. I don't understand men marrying women 20, 30 years younger than they are, but they do. Well, see the women, I feel like we were just talking about this. So weird. We were just kind of talking about this kind of, but not about so much age, but a lot of women, um, no offense, but I'm not like this. No offense to women. Uh, I'd say a lot of women that I've met, I'm going to make it personal, base things off of material things, what somebody has or whatever, whatever. But think about this. If somebody's 20 25 years older than you as a female 
they're going to be having men issues and you as your younger self, you're not going to want to put up with that. And then you're going to be like, just leave the man in the dust, which is not fair, but yeah. you're going to get old with it. You know, it's going to get, you're just going to be like, Wah. so that's something that you, you know, you need. Yeah, to My husbands and boyfriends have all been my age or a little younger. Yeah. So I yeah. used to date older guys, to be honest, my one guy I dated now I was in my twenties though. And he was very physically fit and healthy and smart and uh, had a good job, but he was 17 years older than me and I was yeah. in my twenties. Yeah. And um, we got along great, but he just was like Mr. Uh, Gigolo or whatever. <laughs> so that didn't yeah. work out. Uh, but so I don't, I have a question that's not, was one of the questions. Do you feel like, cause some people have said that if, and I understand this, but like, if somebody is like prone to be with people that cheat all the time, what in their mindset, like, what can we do to get out of that? Like, I don't know. Like, is it what we attract or what we it's, just. It's, it's, it is. That is so true. If very often someone who's had an alcoholic father will get in a relationship with an alcoholic. It's kind of like all they know. And sometimes I always say to the poor kids today going through this, but this is all they know. So this is, they're used to, they don't have the same freedoms. They don't have the same, I mean, their lives are different, but this is all they know. So sometimes we just, if, if, you, if you have a wife, you know, who's a woman beater, you'll get it with another one. It's all they know. That personality is going to, it's an attraction to that personality. And usually those kind of people are fabulous in the beginning and they're, oh, they are so loving and caring. And then you find out they're raging alcoholics or wife beaters or serial cheaters. And a lot of women accept these qualities. Those are unacceptable. Somebody who cheats, beats, cheats, beats, or, or drinks. Well, you I've been alcoholic. with all of the above. Yeah. <laughs> I've been with all of the above. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, and I never now, have. I never have. Good. That's wonderful. Yeah. My, of course, I, I was only single for a few years. Giving me more time, I might have, you know. But I had this real strong sense of being with men. I'd always been kind of a that shelter. I was taking care of a kid. I didn't do anything wrong. I mean, I was a perfect little kid, went to school, and, you know, did everything by the book. And so... I didn't ever get in trouble or do anything bad. And so I was looking for people, honestly, it sounds silly, who took care who take care of me. I still, I've still got that. My husband does everything for me. Oh. And the last husband did everything for me. And my boyfriends did everything for me. It's, I didn't say I demanded, but something inside of me, they always took me on trips. They bought me stuff. I never had, I just didn't do anything, you know, and I, I mean, I treat my husband real well. We, you know, and I do a, a lot of stuff and everything. But he takes, he does everything that, you know, he runs to the store for it, just whatever, you know, it takes care of all the bills and all the stuff and everything, you know. And I attract that kind of person because I instinctively want it. It's about, I sound terrible. Instinctively, you want that. It's, a, it's like a self abuse. And you got over that. But you were really, you think about it, it was, it's not that you didn't feel worthy, you didn't feel worthy or you try your life was confusion. Okay, you had relationships, you had babies, you had work, you had you didn't have like a straightforward life, which is you know to go to school and to do this and blah 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 blah, what we consider. So therefore you could make poor choices. You it couldn't help but make poor choices. But I think you got over that. It sounds to be like you've made a good choice, that you have a nice guy. It sounds to be like tell me he's a really nice guy. 
Yeah. Here's the thing. He doesn't like that word. If I call him nice, he's like, don't call me that. But (laughs) he's very caring. He's very kind. He's very considerate. Um, That's what I meant. Yeah, Yeah. he is. No, he is. And I say he's nice too. And he's like, don't say that. Uh, But it's funny because he's always had his guard up. Like he's a person that he lets me in, but he doesn't let people in. So that like means that to me, I feel special because he actually shares stuff with me. We talk every single day about different things. And I know about stuff in his life that he would not share with people. And he's very, very kind and like very caring. He's like been the only one that I can say is genuinely like that. Cause they're all nice at first, right? They're all yeah, like, but, you see, but you've learned how to make good choices. You learned your lessons in life. That's what I think. And he's you know, actually, because... go ahead. No, you were on free fall for a while. Oh, yeah, hmm. yeah. with no parachute, like, whew, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, and the thing is, that's why I want people to know, like, you can get past anything because I really like it, but I'm lucky because my boyfriend has helped me see things that I would, even bad stuff, he'll tell me, like the relationship with the kids. So I do stuff a lot different with my daughter. Because we don't want her, we don't want her and I's relationship to be like that. So, but you're a different person. Yeah, I am, and I mean, I'm a lot older. Yeah, I'm different. But he, but he also helps me with that kind of stuff too, and see a different perspective, which I like. And so, I do think of things way different than I did even a few years ago when I met him. I'm totally different, and I'm I'm really happy about that. Not that I was a bad. I've never been a bad person. I've always no. That's not that's not the point. You never, but. You were bad to your you 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 abused yourself yeah. in a way. Okay, it was self very self abusive. I don't mean you beat yourself up or whatever, but you know what I mean when I say yeah, that. Right. I can see like I mean I kind of know what you're like and what you've been and what you're mm-hmm. going to be. I just do. Not that it's you know it that I didn't know all the things that happened to you, but I had kind of a feeling before you told me that you had kind of a rough going with different things, and it's just that. I don't know that you've you've learned your lessons. I mean, you've learned your life. You've taken care of you. You, you have a nursing. You are a nurse. Okay. Yeah. It takes you have to go to school for that. Mm-hmm. That you've disciplined yourself to do that. And that's all. You have to be very proud of yourself. And look, because you got your podcast. You got. You just made your life. And you, you know, I just, um, I just have great admiration for you. Because you didn't have an easy go, whether you caught, and no, we, we don't cause it. Our, I mean, we get caught up in things and, and it generations, there's a lot of stuff. I brought, was brought up in a lot of stricter generations. And even though a lot of stuff went on, trust me, it did. But I just had to be, um, my mother, my parents never worried about having curfew, but I would call it. I said, mom, I'm running late tonight. I didn't have to. She was sad. I'd wake her up. You know, but I always did the right thing because I felt I should. That's good. And I went through a time where I didn't do the right thing. Okay, so I've had my time. We won't go into that. Okay. <laughs> I trust me, I did it was pretty wild. Okay. And and I, I like who I am right now. I like my life. And I like the way the things are going. You know, we're not real rich people, but we have enough to live on comfortably. And, you know, my husband's retired and we're good. You know, I feel like I've I feel like I'm in a good place in my life and I, and that's good. And I know you feel that way about yourself now. You should, you should really manifest that thought a lot. 
is to, is to say to yourself, I'm a really good person and I'm in a good place and all is working out for me. You should say that to yourself a lot. That alone, that'll do it too. And if you want to yeah. become this comedy thing, there is a manifestation for creating this comedy thing. Is that you need to say to yourself, write it, always write down, is that I am a comedian. I am, my, my script is going to work. Everything is going to work in the world of comedy for me. And you should say that to yourself a lot because what you do is you do things to make it happen. It doesn't just happen. It's that you right. do things. I was wanted to manifest being a little more successful and I'm doing more. I mean, I do very, I do very well, but I want, you always want more. So I manifested and I came up with two ideas. One of them was to go on podcasts, gave up. And the second was I, you're going to laugh. And this is something you think about. I bought a list of what I could afford of people, women particularly, because they are mostly interested, who are interested in astrology, who have done something with it. So everybody I write to an email loves astrology or the, uh, or the psychic. So those are two things I'm doing just to tell you that you get these ideas when you manifest the goals you want. And you're a pretty busy person. I mean, you still have a young daughter at home. Yes. And you have a boyfriend and you have your work, which I assume you work 40 hours a week. Uh, 36. We work three twelfths. And okay, I'm, on, so I'm on call as well. So some weeks I work well over 40 and some weeks I only work 36. Okay. So you work, uh, that's what, eight to seven hours a day or six? No. Oh. Seven hours a day. No, three twelves. So I only work 12, three shifts a week, which is Oh, awesome. okay, 12 three, hours. Twelve hour shifts, yeah. Okay, so that probably works out very well, though. Gives you a lot of, gives you a lot of free time. Yes. To do your podcast, to do your comedy, to take care of your, do you work nights? Um, not unless I'm on call. So oh. um, the PACU, I love because it's daytime job. So I work, I work 9 a.m., so, no, I fibbed. I used to work that. I work 8 a.m. to 8.30 p.m. Okay. But that's three days a week. Yes. And and I assume that your boyfriend's home with your daughter. Yeah, so he helps. Yeah, so he'll, um, he works as well, but we kind of work opposite. Uh, he works nights. So we work opposite of each other. And okay. then he gets her off the bus and helps with um, all that stuff. It's a great big, and that's a, that's a really good thing because, the other person I was with and I was married, we were together almost seven years and we were married five, um, was very selfish. And that was hard for me because I was like, wow. And uh, and I, he was very, very selfish and he wasn't like, didn't do anything to help for the most part. At the beginning he did. And so this guy that I'm with now that we've been together, you know, four years, he is very much the opposite of that he wants to lighten the load he wants to you know and it's such a great feeling to have that and sometimes somebody have somebody take care of you yes it's so nice i'm not used to that and that's what he says to me sometimes uh he would say you're not used to having like a you know somebody really care uh because i had and no offense to my mom but we've never been close and so she would put me down a lot in front of people or whatever the case may be and that was normal. And, um, and so even my brother would joke, my brother was very funny and he would joke and make fun of me in front of everyone. And it was always like people, and I would start to believe those things. I know. And 
it's not good. It's my own shortcoming that I believe it. I could easily be like, no, I don't believe you. But for some reason, I would just be like, Mer, and uh, <laughs> just believe it. But yeah, right. so it's nice to have somebody that has my back. So you don't have to have any daycare. Yeah, no, for the most part, no. And my mom, actually, I moved here because of my mom, which sounds weird. But I moved here because my mom was here when I was getting divorced. So I took the three kids uh, here. And so my mom helps out with my daughter as well. Um, so if like, say for instance, tonight she has dance, but if I have to work um, and he has to work, then my mom will take her to dance. So I do have help um, with that as well, because I don't want her not to have a relationship with her, even though I've had times where I haven't spoken to my mother or my son because it was too much. Like too I have, painful. I know. Yeah. I know. And so, um, and I love my mom and I love my son. I mean, he's my oldest son. I love him to the moon and back. But it's just sometimes those negative thoughts and feelings, I don't want them, like you said, I don't want it to take over what I'm feeling or to hinder what's going on in my life exactly. or stop my process of where I'm going up to. So, um, so yeah, so I, I hate that I'm like that, but I, sometimes it's good, but. No, I don't, don't hate it. It's actually, okay. it's very good. Okay. 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 Don't hate it. Okay. <laughs> All right. So. Well, thank you. I talked a lot about myself, but I didn't mean well, to. That's, but that's part of, but that's part of what I do. Okay. And so that's good with me. I like. I'm always interested, and um, I'm always happy. Sometimes I just hear one thing from me, or hear one something that resonates with you. I want you to manifest more. Yeah. I want you to spend more time on that. I want you to to write down and everything in the first person and what's happening right now, and write it. There's a thing that's called the three six nine. You write it down three times in the morning, six times the afternoon, and nine times at night. That's a numerology thing, and it makes it more powerful. And I think that, that and I think that we will, I, Chris, I, here's the thing, is that you're going to achieve this goal. You're either, either your script is going to be accepted, or you're going to get comedy, you know, um, did you watch The Marvelous Miss Maisel? Everybody tells me to, I have not, no. And you know what? I will. I wasn't crazy about her. I thought she was funny at times. I found her. I found her annoying. Oh. Her voice annoying. My husband loved it, but I think I would watch that. I would watch her presentation and watch it because there's there is obviously a lot of merit to it. Yeah, but um, I see you up there on the stage doing really well, and I also think that you're. What is your comedy script for? Is it for a sitcom? A sitcom, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And, and it's, it's like not it's, ready. It's not ready yet. I take it. No. So I'm just doing a pilot. I'm actually in a class, so we're writing a pilot. My okay. pilot will be done like by it's due this Sunday coming up. So it will be. You have done. actors actually doing it? No, we actually read it in class. So we. Oh, okay. Yeah, we have uh, a well it's not accurate as in the ages or whatever but we we assign people that are similar to that kind of you know uh personality um so yeah but we each write we read each other's and it makes it really fun it's really cool yeah so you're doing some fun things in your life you're doing some work you've got your life really well balanced you know, listen, I know we all think we're all crazy. Okay. I, I think using the word balance, I think, you know, Libras are supposed to be balanced. I said that the jury is out on that one. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, so I try. Yeah. Okay. yeah. But um, what do you have like anything? If somebody says to you they don't like believe in astronomy or um, like a psychic, what would you say to them? I said that is your privilege. If you can believe whatever you want, but I always add that it works, and you would be surprised. <laughs> yeah, I do believe that. I feel. I think there's a lot of bad psychics out there. Oh my God, that are uh, there's tricks. Psychics can play tricks with. If okay, we're here. I can say to you, "Well, you have two kids," and I'll see your eyes go. I say, "Well, is there a third one there?" You know, I mean, okay, there's all kinds of little. And I said, "You've really had a tough time, and your your head will automatically shake." Yeah. Okay, so there, but I'm on the phone. I don't have that benefit. I only have the voice, or if I'm texting, I really don't have that benefit. Mm -hmm. I have to really have to think out. I think everything has its value. I feel like just like, okay, you see all these products advertised to clean your house, to get rid of wrinkles, to do all this. I would say 99% of them don't work, but they keep selling them and people. Right. I ordered, let me taste it. I ordered some cream for my face and it showed them lathering it all over their face. So I got the cream and it was in a tube this big. It wouldn't even go through one quarter of my face. I got my money back. But I tell you, most things don't work in life. I finally found a bathroom cleaner that someone told me about that really works and gets, and really cleans the bathtub. I was going to have to refinish my bathtub. I use this cleaner and someone used as like brand new. Oh. And it's, CLR Brighten Bite, Bright CLR Bright. If you ever want to buy something, I like CLR. Bright. Yeah, it does work. That's CLR Plain. No. Oh, CLR Bright, bright Bathroom. Or okay. Bright works. So, what I'm saying is it's so rare. So, there's a lot of bad psychics and a lot of bad astrologers and a lot of bad dentists, a lot of bad nurses. There's a lot of bad in all everything we do in life. Mm -hmm. So, finding the good ones is the challenge. Yes. Uh, I've seen so many nurses that I've thought, why in the world are you a nurse? And why are you trying to take care of people when you're just like mean, so mean? And like, they don't yeah, seem very mean. caring. There's so many mean people out there too. I'm fighting more than ever. And in businesses, people don't follow up. They don't call you back. They're mean a lot, a lot more than ever before. I think people are very upset, unhappy, and frustrated with life. And they let it off on everybody else. Yeah, that's true. Um, that's part of like the issue. And again, if she listens, sorry, but it's the truth of the issue with my mom is that she's like that. She gives it out to everybody when it's not there. It there's not their problem. And, and I'm like, whoa, internal anger. It's, yeah, internal anger. But I guess yeah. some, that's how people cope. I guess sometimes I don't know. Um, I try not to be like that because again, I don't like. It's okay. I don't, like okay, I don't like confrontation. I don't like it. So I try not to. Now I speak up for myself now. I never spoke up for myself. And now I do. And sometimes that may get me in trouble, but I try not to do it. I don't do it rudely. But if I know that, uh, that's why I stopped talking to the one girl, because I spoke up for myself and people don't like that. Cause I'm so like happy, cheery and nice. And if I, if I take up for myself, everybody's like, Whoa, what's going on? I know. 
Yes. If you talk to me wrong, I just get teary-eyed. I get so I'm so sensitive to people. That's how I yes. I I, 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 I treat people so carefully. If I say anything, I think it's hurt their feelings. I feel awful. I just feel awful. But I know people that are very quick to hurt people's feelings and they don't care. Yeah, that I don't want to be like that, but I want to be in the middle kind of sometimes. <laughs> Wait, no, where you take where you take care of yourself. Yeah. I went through a time with friends and they all walked all over me. I'm easy to walk all over. And I got into just really negative situations. I don't do that anymore. I'm very careful about who I choose for friends. And if they're mean and nasty and they do stuff like that, there's why be around people that treat you like that? You know? Right. Yeah. yeah. That's so sad, but solved people... all the problems of the world today. You realize that, but yeah, we've solved all the problems. Yeah, yeah. So, um, where can okay, where can everybody find you, or what's the number to the um, hotline? Or hey, maybe I'll make it simple. The hotline is just Everclear, E V E R C L E A R dot com slash Carol S, and it'll get directly to me. So it's Everclear. And the other address is longer on thrills. It's thrills.co.uk. Um, we'll write it down so they can mm -hmm. see the links. Yeah. But I do, on Everclear, I mostly do psychic and empathic readings. And on thrills, I do only astrology readings, video, where actually you turn me on and I'm talking to you. See, it's a celebrity messaging service, oh, but they nice. have astrologies. In fact, I work for one in the States. I haven't worked on it. It's called Cameo. It's where yeah. all the, actually, I, they've asked me to join. So I do belong to that. I haven't really developed it yet. They have about, I think, three or four astrologers. Mostly they're all movie stars and sports stars and stuff like that. But I thought it was kind of an honor that I was asked to join. I felt that. And of course, you know, I'm on TikTok. And my name on there is Astrostar, A-S-T-R-O-S-T-A-R-R, -R, with the number four after it. So I'm just going to use those three you know, because they can watch me for free, they can pay for me, or they can get astrology readings, or they can get a psychic empath reading. So I'll send that over to you afterwards. Thank you. Um, that's so awesome. Thank you so much for um, talking to us and talking to me. And uh, I really appreciate it. And I'm very thankful. And I'm I'm glad that I'm an open-minded person because I believe in so many things. Uh, so it was really cool to like hear it from you, a professional, than to just like read things that may be random. Like you said, it might, it's not yeah, true. Yeah, the, the and, internet is filled with so much false information. And I mean, I can't tell you if they're looking up stuff. But anyway, you know, um, we'll stay in touch a little bit. I want to know how your career goes. I do. Thank you. Yeah. And if you ever... You know, I'd be anytime you have somebody who cancels, I'd be happy to come back on and talk more about your chart, more about what astrology really does. We can get into that, you know. But it was an honor to be here with you today, Danielle. At this yes. great well, yes. Thank you so much, Carol. Um, you're special and I'm glad that you're helping people. I really appreciate all yeah. that you do for everyone. Okay. Well, thank you for having me. You're welcome. And, okay. And we'll talk luck. soon. I'll keep in touch with you. Okay, and but good luck with your ventures. Thank okay, you so no. much. Oh, Appreciate it says here to leave. The little red button come up. So I'm going to hit the leave and say goodbye. Okay. Bye. 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 I'm leaving. Oh, how sad. <laughs> All right. Hey, so that was so cool. Um, I love it. 
you might not believe and stuff and you might be like well anybody can say that but I do I believe in energy and I believe that certain people can feel things and know things which is exactly what she said I also believe in the astrology uh it's been right so many times even though she said some of it's like made up but especially like a couple of the Pisces in my life like ever almost all the things that it says about Pisces they are um so it's really cool it was neat to hear stuff about myself and um sometimes it's eye-opening it was nice to hear that you know it's like Carol believes in me she's like no you you know you're a good person so that feels good and that was very fun and that was very exciting uh, I'm really glad that I talked to her. Please follow her, everybody. Follow her on TikTok. She's an influencer. I want to be an influencer one day. Check her out on uh, TikTok, Astro Star with two R's, four, or on the Ever Everclear, or on um, the other site, the UK one where you can do the astrology whatever you want to find out all you can do is try and see you might find out that it's really awesome and accurate and helpful i'm very glad that i did this and spoke with her she's really cool and awesome and i believe i believe but you don't have to that's the whole point of this show we're all full of authentic points of view right so you don't have to believe everybody's point of view, but it's cool to just listen to it and, and hear from different people. Everybody's special and unique that deserves to be heard. So follow me. Uh, I have a lot more listeners than I do followers. So please follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Authentic Points of View Podcast. Email me if you want to be on the show. Email me. I will answer you guys, authenticpointsofview at gmail.com. Listen, please, and share. Share, share, share. You can share. You can share my posts. You can tell your friends, your family. I would really appreciate that. Um, that's going to help us reach more people and help more people. So if you have any questions or you want to be on the show, like I said, you can email me. If you have any suggestions, please email me. If you have any thoughts like, I would like you to talk to a zoologist. I don't know. I really don't know any zoologist, but <laughs> that's the point. Anybody, any kind of thing. I would like you to talk to someone that works at a haunted house. I don't know. I don't know. Just making up stuff. So if you want me to talk to somebody like that, let me know. More topics that you really want to know more about. Uh, I want to talk to somebody paranormal, like that kind of thing. I have a friend that does ghost tours. Maybe she'll come on one day. We can ask her about that because that's fun. Uh, thing. Okay, guys. I really appreciate you. I value you. And I just want to let you know that I'm going through a lot of stuff right now. So, therefore... The intro I have to re record and the outro. So, 
there might be an outro on this one, but the intro, I have to come up with a new beat and all that stuff. And I'm not a real rapper. I'm sure you knew that. <laughs> so I have to re-record it and get somebody to make me a beat, go back to a studio, all the funness. But I really appreciate you guys listening. This is your first time listening. Thank you. And please listen to the other ones. If you've only listened to one episode, um, I appreciate you listening, but there's a lot more information because everybody's different. So it's not just like me talking about uh, entrepreneurship or me talking about zoology. I don't know why I keep talking about zoology. Or me talking about lawn care. In every episode, I talk about that. It's not. It's every person is different. Every person has several points of view. So um, some episodes are long, like this one. Some episodes are an hour. So it just depends. Everything is different. I know that the longer ones might be harder to listen to, but they're fun. I want everything to be fun and not just serious and to kind of take you on a roller coaster of emotions because that's how I am. <laughs> All right. So thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you guys so, so much. You'll never know. I do. Thank you. Thank you. And have a fantastic day. And I will talk to you next Wednesday. Thanks, y'all. Thanks for listening to Authentic Points of View podcast. I hope that something you heard today changes your point of view. If you would like to share your views, please email me at authenticpointsofview at gmail.com or leave a comment on Facebook at Authentic Points of View Podcast. Remember, always be mindful of other people's journeys and have open ears and an open heart.